Castaway Show with Dave Dolan. Hello there, Anza. My name is Dave Dolan, and we've got something brand new for you here in Anza. We're just getting off the ground. We're calling this the Castaway Show. This is going to be your local fish talk radio show. We've got a lot of plans for this show. If you're a full-time fisherman and enjoy your fishing, I hope this is what you're waiting for to hear. If you're not a fisherman, maybe I can perk your interest a little bit and get you interested in it. Or if you just enjoy the outdoors, maybe you'll be interested in just hearing about some good outdoors times too. What I want to do is um, give you the full spectrum of the fishing, both local reports, let you know what's going on, local areas where you can go fishing, and maybe what techniques are going to work the best for you too. A little bit about my background. I'm a native Southern Californian, born and raised in San Diego County. About 11 years ago, my wife and I bought some property up here in Anza. We just weekend campers up here for that time. But just this last year, we built a home and we're full-timers up here. I love living up here in the backcountry in Anza. Love the, the tranquil beauty of the backcountry. I do kind of miss being a little bit closer to my sons and their families down below there, and it's a little bit farther for me to get down there to the ocean where I love to go fishing. But I do know from a lot of my fishing trips I've done out of San Diego, there's a lot of people in the Inland Empire here that do love fishing out of San Diego, the saltwater scene. And I also know that on weekends you can look at that I-15 and see boats up and down going between the Inland Empire and San Diego, so I know there's a lot of people that enjoy the saltwater fishing. I gotta admit, I'm more of a saltwater man than a freshwater fisherman, but I do know there's a lot of local opportunities here for freshwater fishing, that being Lake Hemet, Lake Skinner, Diamond Lake, and I plan to pursue those quite a bit myself, and I can also come up with some uh, fishing reports from there, those places to give you an idea of what's going on. So I hope to cover as much as I can in here to keep you informed and give you the fishing show that you want to hear. Okay, I'd like to tell you a little bit about what I've done here recently. My wife and I had the fortunate opportunity we spent this last summer in Alaska. We were up there for three months. We did this same trip three years ago, and I want to tell you, if you're an outdoors person, your level of the outdoors will be lifted so high by going to Alaska. It truly is the last frontier, and the fishing opportunities up there are just out of this world. Just recall some of the things I did up there this past summer. I caught all, all four different types of salmon, the Chinook, Reds, the Silvers, and the Humbacks. A lot of salmon fishing there. To tell you how prolific the fishery is up there, I know there was one river I was fishing in, catching as many fish as I want. There were so many salmon coming up the river, they were literally bumping into my legs. So how's that for a fish story? I also saw other rivers, there were so many salmon coming up that if those salmon were stones in the water, you could have literally walked across the river to get them. A year ago, I went with a group of guys up there to southeast Alaska, and um, one of the guys in our group was fortunate enough to catch a halibut. 360 pounds, so they do get big barn doors up there. But anyhow, that was um, more than just a fishing trip. We did an RV trip and got the whole flavor of Alaska, and it's just a place beyond belief up there. Also did another local trip along with the Alaska trip later this summer. This was out of the uh, San Diego landings. I did this on the boat, the Polaris Supreme. First of all, what I want to say about the San Diego landings, if you're into saltwater fishing, this is probably the biggest collection of 
saltwater sport fishing boats in the world, giving you the best opportunities for fishing. You can do anything from a half-day fishing trip for the novice angler up to 17-day long trips where you go after the 300-pound-plus tuna. Well, anyhow, the trip I did was a four-day trip out of San Diego. We went on down the Baja coast, and we had some pretty good yellowtail fishing, and that was pretty much what was in on the menu for us for on that trip. But the uh, skipper of the boat got a call that back up in the U.S. waters that the tuna were starting to show up. So that's one of the nice things about the flexibility of a longer trip is that you can make major moves. Well, we went up into the U.S. waters and we hit the jackpot. That afternoon, I caught four tuna. See, their weights were 76 pounds, 74, 62, and 59. That was 271 pounds of tuna I got in one afternoon. So I really filled up the freezer with that one. So I really highly recommend the San Diego landings and I'd really love to talk to anybody about the, the trips you have out down there, the boats, the opportunities. It's just a, it's such a treasure we have in our own backyard. Then um, I'm not bragging or anything, but this last Friday, I just got back into town. I did a six day trip on a boat out of San Felipe, Mexico. This boat is the Tony Reyes. It's the only boat of its kind operating. What this is, it's a mothership boat that leaves San Felipe. You go down, you travel all night, and you go about 250 miles down the Sea of Cortez into Baja. This takes you into probably the most untouched area you can imagine. There are virtually no other fishing boats down in that area. This being a mothership, they have nine of the pongas, the skiffs, they unload off the boat. They load them up, three fishermen per ponga, with your boat captain, and you leave the boat every day, every morning, go out, fish all day long, come back for lunch and a siesta, then you go back out in the afternoons, fish again until dark. This has to be yellowtail heaven down there. Between yellowtail, cabrilla, grouper, white sea bass, it's the full menu of fish. I went with two buddies of mine. We took down, each took down 100 quart coolers, we came back, each one of us had, each one of those coolers was completely full of fish fillets, just left enough room on top for the ice. So another freezer filler on that trip. I guess what I'm trying to say is we've got such a wealth of opportunities right here, living in Anza, so close to the ocean that there's just such a wealth of fishing that can be done out here. And I plan on talking about a lot of it. And I'd like to hear from you out there too. And we can answer any questions and pursue it some more. Okay, since we were just talking about the San Diego fishing, the San Diego landings, um, just tell you a little bit of what this summer's fishing was like. I guess it's not very often you're up in a paradise like Alaska, kind of wishing you were back in San Diego fishing, but that was almost the case this summer. This past summer was without a doubt the best bluefin tuna fishing ever off San Diego for sheer size. There were several fish caught that weighed over 200 pounds. A personal friend of mine caught one that weighed 217 pounds. Thing is, he was out there fishing for yellowtail. He figured, you know, 15, 20 pounders. Took him about an hour and a half to get that thing on the boat, and he paid a price for it. I think he went to the chiropractor for the next week. But anyhow, it was such a phenomenal year off San Diego for those giant bluefin, and it's still going on now. Here we are at this time. We're looking at the end of October, November next week. Usually you figure this type of fishing is going to slow down end of September, 1st of October, but it's still going off. 
Right now, off the backside of San Clemente Island, they're still catching 60-pound bluefin tuna out there. Even the boats out of Dana Wharf are catching yellowfin tuna right now on the three-quarter day boats. They've got 69 degree water out there, and as long as the water stays warm, those tuna are going to stay around. So this was quite the year to be out looking for those big bluefin tuna. Okay, one last thing I'd like to throw in about the saltwater scene. On that trip that I did on the Player Supreme this summer, late this summer, when we were catching those big yellowfin tuna, the skipper of the boat said, everybody, I want you to know we've got 300-pound fish circling the boat down below us. If you don't believe me, come up and look at the fish finder. Well, I went up and took a look at it, and my eyes just about popped out of my head. There were some huge tuna out there. So anyhow, uh, shifting gears a little bit, let's go to freshwater. Now, I said I'm not the real big freshwater fisherman, but I do enjoy my fishing in the high Sierras, the trout fishing, and we're going to be moving into that trout scene here pretty soon. But I do have some reports on local lakes that are close to our area here. First of all, let's go to Diamond Valley Lake. The report out of Diamond Valley Lake is there's a lot of bait in the lake, a lot of shad, and there, you have striped bass boiling on the lake, chasing those shad around. So there's a lot of opportunities for the shad and the small bass. Moving over to Lake Hemet, which is just on the backside of Thomas Mountain from us, they have not stocked any trout there for several months now. That's pretty normal for the summer months in the warm water. They are catching some trout on the deep troll. You've got to go down the deeper to get into that cooler water, but these are just strictly the holdover trout. Let's hope that sometime, maybe around the middle of November, that they start on their stocking schedule again. Down on Lake Skinner, they have several fish boiling on the shad on the lake there too. Striped bass are following the shad around so you can target them. Also, they're catching catfish up to 10 pounds on cut mackerel. So that's another opportunity we have. I'd like to move up to the Sierras too. That's one of my favorite fishing spots and I do know some locals here in Anza like fishing the high Sierras. Unfortunately, this last week, they had a major storm go through the Sierras, and it pretty much shut off the fishing up there. They had been having some very good late-season fall fishing up there, but several of the landings were scheduled to close here at the end of October, but quite a few of them closed down last week simply because of the bad weather. And on a real sad note up there, on June Lake, last week, there were five boaters in an aluminum boat on June Lake when the bad weather came in wind gust to 50 miles an hour, and unfortunately that boat capsized and only two of the anglers made it to shore. So you've got to watch the weather up there and wear those life jackets. So that's my freshwater wrap up at this time. Well, Anza, this was our first version of the Castaway Fishing Show here. I've enjoyed talking fishing with you and I'd like to hear from you too. We have an email address here at the station that is programming at 963koyt.org. If you have any questions, comments, or anything you would like to hear me talk about, please send us an email. Or even if you'd like to come in and talk to me on the radio show, I'd like to do that too. But what we'd like to do is get some input from you and put out the best fishing information that we can have available for you here on the Castaway Show.